Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. <clears throat> okay, here we go. They say great things come in threes. Great stuff. The great days we're living, bro. That's just that Unfortunately, not in this case. What is this? But maybe someday it will be. Can you believe that? Okay, world, hold on to your collective. It's time for the Bam Slam podcast. With Ben Fletcher, Allison Ratzlaff, and Mike Costa. <laughs> what is going on, Bam Slam fam? Bam Slam podcast, season two, episode eight. Costa, Ratzlaff, Fletcher, Ratzlaff. with you. Ratzlaff. Ratzlaff. What's going on? What's going on, guys? Is that how, a- <laughs> how we doing? Ratzlaff. 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 Oh, hey, this is episode nine. Sorry, episode, season two, episode nine. We're also popping off the screen. Sorry if we just busted anyone's eardrums. Oh, did we? Really? Costa's been too. screaming. It's okay. okay. We're good. Do we need to restart it? No, no, no. We're back. We're, cool, we're, cool. we're in it now. Um, listen, in, on a very, very serious note, before we start, you know, scratching and talking giggling about boobies. and talking about <laughs> farts and stuff like that, oh my uh, God. <clears throat> prayers for everybody uh, in the path of Hurricane Ida and certainly... Uh, those up in Northern California that are um, battling, that are, excuse me, the victims of the fire, which has now caused well, parts of fires. Tahoe. I mean, it's there's like three. Southern Tahoe. Southern Tahoe's been really evacuated. just engulfed. You yeah. know, I, mm-hmm. I actually I lived in Tahoe for a summer when I was like 19, and one of my buddies sent me a video from exactly the house that we were kind of living in, and you can't even see the lake, and we were about 50 yards from the lake. Because of the smoke, the smoke and just the red glare—it's it's horrible up there. But yeah. yeah, send your prayers. And then the videos that we've seen coming out of Louisiana and elsewhere—it's just. Have you seen the before and after video of one of the streets where it was a street one day and a river the next day? Well, and how about the transmission tower oh, yeah. falling Horrible. into the river? Falling into the river, which is why power is going to be out yeah. so long. I heard the and Nor- it's like a hundred and six degrees there mm-hmm. today. The Saints, the New Orleans Saints are announced today i mean they had already gone to dallas with their families but they announced today they're probably staying there the whole month of september they're gonna play their opener yeah against green bay at AT at&t in dallas and they're um probably staying the entire month from what they announced today well the louisiana governor didn't he say don't come back yeah like there's nothing here for you right now there won't be any power for at least three weeks i I think if there's if there's any silver lining the levees didn't break the levees held Yeah. yeah thank god yeah. I mean, there's there's obviously loss of life. And I think the wind damage with this wind, one was yeah. insane. Sheared I, roofs mm-hmm. off of houses. And mm-hmm. Meg and I, my wife and I were watching a video today of a, a gentleman in his house in one of the parishes or quarters and stuff. And just like somebody had come along and just peeled the side of his house off. Mm-hmm. So obviously we're sitting here in, in beautiful San Diego, California, have no idea what it what it's like for either you to be in Tahoe or Northern California or New Orleans or any parts of the country that are affected by the hurricane, but we're thinking about you. Yeah. Okay? Our prayers are with you. Big news in the National Football League today. The guy who probably is, I, I, I would have to say, as far as physical specimens, uh, 
on the Mount Rushmore, and that's Mac Jones, the rookie quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Mac and cheese. <laughs> Mac and cheese of the uh, New England Patriots. He's your he's your starting quarterback now. Why? Because Cam Newton, after one season, one season is gone. Did they not even want him for the backup, or is this more because he wouldn't get vaccinated? You is know this- what? That's what I thought it was. I think Bill Belichick is like, okay, I've had Tom Brady. He was the most available guy ever. The only time he wasn't playing was either because of a knee surgery or because he was suspended because of deflate gate, which was BS. Right. I want an available quarterback. And yeah. Cam has now proven through the, his first year with the Patriots, he missed time due to COVID. Whether that's his fault or not, we'll never know. And so far this year, he's had to miss time due to COVID. Whether that's his fault or not, I, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. I, I think Bill Belichick wants someone he knows is going to be there every single day on the money, mm-hmm. and he didn't need a backup. It's not like Mac Jones is the most athletic dude is, getting out there. Is Hoyer still there? Uh, maybe in a coaching capacity. I don't think he's there as a quarterback. Okay, Allison, I, I do think it's a, it's a shot across the bow for anybody within the Patriots organization. Now, if Cam yeah. Newton was on the verge of taking the Patriots to a Super Bowl... Maybe he's still there. Um, but there's there's a couple of different things at work here. Number one, Bill Belichick's Bill Belichick has to obviously see something in Mac Jones, who has had a really, really good training camp from what we hear, um, in in order for him to make this decision. Number two, he hasn't seen enough in Cam Newton to warn him to stay. And again, I go back to what Ben just said. And I'm curious to see how you feel about it. Listen, you, whether you're a vaxxer, anti-vaxxer, vaxxer, whatever, as far as the NFL is concerned, do you want to continue to play in the NFL and earn a paycheck? Right. Go get vaccinated. Because right. they're going to make your life a living hell if you don't. 100%. We've well, already seen the things coming out. And yeah, like, right. whatever, vaxxer, whatever. Well, people don't want to forfeit games because and lose their game checks because somebody on their team is positive because they wouldn't get vaccinated and notice what the punishment is right now for even close contacts it's five days five days where you have to be apart from the team all virtual carson mm-hmm. wentz is going through it right now yes what's the time between nfl games seven days do you really think that anybody wants to miss five days of practice right. do you think a coach wants you to miss five days of practice in between games hell no right. that number is at 93 percent right now and if they're not vaccinated for the most part we know about it because we know of everybody for sure who is vaccinated mm-hmm this is going to get ugly for NFL players who decide not to, and that's kind of the Kirk Cousins. I we Cole know, Beasley. Cole Beasley, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate that it, this is where they're at, but they want to be at 100%, so they know for sure they can have their product every single day. Yeah, I mean, that's what it comes down to. And it, the way this is Delta spreading so quickly, and you're seeing it when you see, I don't know, would the Cowboys have seven or eight yep. and their defensive coordinator out? All He's been gone like 10 days already. Colts have four as of today. Yeah, right, and so it's just you know the way it's spreading. I think it's just silly not to just. I can understand why they are not keeping people who won't cooperate with it. No, I and, and again, and I'll be interested to see where where Cam Newton lands. Someone will take him Texans. as a backup, or the Cowboys. They don't have a backup quarterback. Texas Cowboys are possibly Miami. Well, I think if he was on the Texans, he would go in as a starter. I don't know. You start in Cam or Tyrod. But, oh my God, but will they take that risk for the same reason that the Patriots let Texans them go? Texans don't seem like the smartest organization in the world. 
That is true. Just throwing that out there. Texas in general, any team in Texas. That is so true. You're right. Yeah, they've got that little uh, Deshaun Watson problem that they're they're not sure sure how to handle. Again, on the outside, when you're just a normal citizen, when I say normal citizen, not an active NFL player, whatever your beliefs are, whatever your rights are, makes it, it. Whatever your beliefs are, whatever you believe in, this is what makes our country great. Stick to it. Go. You deal with the consequences. But when it comes to the National Football League and playing, and as you two eloquently said, paychecks are at stake. And, and if you're an NFL team and you can't make your roster or you can't make a game because of COVID, you're paying the expenses that the NFL incurs for having to cancel that game. That's also television revenue. And um, it is. It's your free choice to go find another job. Yes. And also, you know, I, I keep – guess i'm going back to the dangers of this delta thing but when you hear about people like oregon today putting out this long statement about please be careful over labor day weekend because our hospitals have no more room and it's 95 percent of the people in the icu are unvaccinated yes and their people are pissed and you know people i mean i read something the other day some mother pregnant she died her husband's on life support and they've got five kids i mean you know, because they weren't vaccinated. And I still, I believe it's everyone's personal choice to do what you want. But if you aren't going to be, then you have to stay home. That's just, I, I'm sorry, that's what I believe. No, I, And so you can't be a football player. No, you can't. So that, that's what I'm saying. It's fine <laughs> if you don't want to do it, but then you have to stay home. It's just, you know, so that you don't put yourself at risk. And then. No, the, the people that say, well, you know, my, my religion or my, uh, I, I'm just not sure. Unless a doctor comes to you and says, you run the risk of really doing significant damage to your body and or dying if you take this vaccine. That is the only excuse I give anybody. Yeah. People mm -hmm. who are saying, well, government's not going to tell me what to do. There or, weren't enough tests done on it. Yeah. Really? Or, Except 20 years worth. Or, you know, the Lord spoke to me through a, a goldfish and I just can't take it. I have no sympathy. But not through a scientist. Right, Dude, I'll be honest. If a goldfish started talking to me, I'd probably <laughs> believe it. Okay, but moving past the COVID all of it all, right. what are the Patriots with Mac Jones? Is this a serious contender now? No. I mean, when, no. No way. when Tom Brady went to the Bucks, you and I were still on together, on air together, Costa, and yeah. the first thing we said was, was Bill Belichick really going to start over with a young quarterback? And we we all said no. no. But were they were they a contender with Cam Newton though? No, they weren't. But I what I'm saying is over the next right. ten years. Bill Belichick's nearing 70 at this point. Yeah. Is he willing to put out 10 years with a young quarterback and build up the system through him? Or to, or will the Patriots get back to that arch before Mac Jones is getting older? You know what I mean? I, I think Bill Belichick is probably thinking, okay, so development of a quarterback, what's what's my window with Mac Jones? Three, four years? Yeah. He's probably thinking, I'm gonna this is my I've got a three to four year ride. I don't think Bill Belichick is going to want to, as he near 70, draft another rookie quarterback and have to go through all that crap. So he'll – he'll I, this is my own personal opinion. Obviously, I haven't read this anywhere. I think he'll devote time to getting Mac Jones ready for like year two, three, and four. He'll do what he does, building up the team around him, and they'll make one final push. The Patriots have spent more money this past offseason than they ever have and than any other team in the NFL did this past offseason – on getting surrounding talent. Yes. Now they can do that because they have the young quarterback or they had Cam on the veteran minimum. Now it's just Mac. When you think about their division, you got the Dolphins and the on Jets. The, come. the Dolphins and the Jets both also have young quarterbacks yes. with zero money going to them. And then Josh Allen, who's making a crap ton of money. 
the Bills are clearly the favorite right now. Right. But can the Patriots somehow maneuver away no. around the Bills with a young quarterback no. if they surround him with enough? I think they might. No. And also, does Bill Belichick, I mean, does he really care all that much? I mean, what left does he have to achieve in his professional career? Winning done- without Tom Brady. Yeah. I think I think that the without think that's Tom Brady super important to him to mm-hmm. do that. I mean, I guess I with so. his, I After mean, I guess, year, yeah, and his ego. And it everything. may not have been until Tom Brady won a Super Bowl without him. True, that's true. That's now I think that that is in the forefront of his brain. Did he's we just do everything he can? Did we just have a tone with you that sounded like mansplaining? Sorry, because if it was, I apologize. No. You can slap Cause, me because we both kind of went. Oh, uh, no. hey. but you know what? I did call. I did call my youngest son. I told him not to mansplain me the other day. <laughs> We were, watching, no, we were watching the Padres game. I'll just have to tell this real quick. It was <laughs> we were watching the Padres game and and uh Tatis like popped up or something and he threw his helmet and I was like, Oh, he's mad and he goes, Well, that's because he popped up out there and I, and he was like try, sorry and I looked at him, I was like, Are you seriously gonna mansplain to me why Tatis just threw his helmet? I know why he threw his helmet. I could see it and I know what he did. And he's like, Sorry, I forgot, you know. All this Here stuff. here's the difference. You ready? I'm gonna mansplain the difference between the two situations. With your son, he was being a little prick. I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah. but he needs to own that. He With did. us, I kind of feel like you were setting us up to slam home the point. But here's the thing. I don't care that much about mansplaining, as some women do. I, I want to know all the stuff that I don't know. I, I, to be honest, I don't follow the Patriots all that closely. But I think what you said made perfect sense about, I mean, I hadn't thought of it that way. And I yeah. think it made great sense. And now that's something I'll tell other people when they bring it up but i'd rather i like to know all this stuff like i i love sports so much that the knowledge is important to me so i don't i don't pretend to know everything or even half the things so i appreciate your mansplaining thank you (laughs) it's the it's the bills uh division to lose and then i think you've got probably the dolphins maybe by a nose ahead of the pats and then the jets are going to go through their their growing pains obviously new quarterback new head coach i don't know I think uh, are I'm, you I'm, thinking Wilson's going to do something with that? No, I think the Patriots are going to win the division. There is no way. <laughs> I, there I'm is really no terrible. way in hell. I'm sorry. No. I've never seen Bill no. Belichick spend like this. Nobody no. has. No, Maybe I don't that's because so he's scared. Maybe that's because in the first time in his coaching career in New England, the division around him is pretty dang good. It's really good. But I don't know. I think Belichick would not have released Cam unless he was super confident in mac and cheese, my boy. If I'll tell you this. If the that Patriots defense. win that division, oh, you're gonna wax something. No, no, I will buy you the 49er jersey of your choice. Ooh, lock that in. Lock I it like in. Slam fan, you heard it. Trey Lance, can I have it signed, please? Sure, whatever All you right. want. <laughs> if they, if they do, sign Trey Lance jersey. No, uh, Three thirty-nine p.m. There's on no way in hell. Tuesday, um, the thirty-first. Speaking of football, right before we started recording, I did see Ben Fletcher starting to get the fantasy football league together. Oh, it's out! All, all nine of our listeners have the link. It's in your DMs on Twitter. Okay. I'll send it to you too. Have we set a time for when it's going to be auto draft, or probably? Because now, because now they have to go in and rank. Right, they have to do the ranking. I think that's the do way. We, it goes. Do we have to go in and do something? Yeah, no. we have to. Do you have to go in and? I think you have the ability to go in and rank. Like your quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, obviously oh. tight ends and stuff. Okay, well, it's going to be an auto-draft. I don't think I've set a time yet. Oh, okay, perfect. <clears throat> I think once you set the time, then whoever it is. But the you, all of you who are taking part in the Bam Slam FFL, um, you had the link. Speaking of football, and you two are going to have to fill me in because I've been... 
busy with <laughs> dropping kids off at college and, and this. This is, this is uh, maybe my favorite story I've seen is in it, a long time. Okay, so all I know is that I want, is it Bishop Sycamore? Bishop Sycamore. I want a Bishop Sycamore t-shirt. I know. Human. I I'm sure they're out. Like I'm they're sure they're scammers. It sounds like they're kind of shady. The person, kind of. Somebody Very t- shady. Okay, let me, somebody tweeted out today that Manti Teo was dating a Bishop Sycamore cheerleader. You guys, the, oh, uh, the one the one I saw was that uh, Lori Laughlin is director of admissions for Holy Bishop Sycamore. Shit. I mean, the, the memes that are coming out have had me literally rolling all, right, all day. Oh, we got to start from the beginning okay, because start, people might not know. Allie, no. the floor is yours. What is Bishop Sycamore and why is it important in today's world? It's a fictional high school that does not exist that put together a football team with a scam coach who has warrants out for his arrest. They A year ago, they were a Christian high school. I think they thought that might fly. Now they're Bishop Sycamore, which I don't know if that's supposed to be, but they had a different name before. So it's a bunch of junior college football players. Like 22-year-olds. Ju- junior college age. They're not, they don't play for junior colleges. And the thing that I don't understand about all this is how did they find so many people yeah. willing to perpetrate this and carry it on that many you have to figure every kid on the team obviously knew that he wasn't in high school sure the coach the parents how did they do it <laughs> and they fooled espn so <laughs> and got on national television i don't understand <laughs> and it literally unfolded in real time in real time the broadcasters that were broadcasting the game yeah. were figuring it out in real time they were like so we didn't know much about this school but um Man, he doesn't look 18. And then they were trying to find the rosters, and then they were Googling kids' names, and they were figuring it out in real time that it was not real. They Googled the address of the school, and it was some random apartment building. Yes. They were, and and the the kids had, like, fake huddle accounts that were other kids' kids' film. You know, like, legitimate people, not that. So I, this is essentially like in basketball that you know the AAU program where yes. it's it's not you're it's not school related but it's they kind of go out and play yeah yeah so this started as like a camp like a seven on seven sort of thing to eleven on eleven and then they're like well let's just start competing and then hell maybe one day we'll get on ESPN <laughs> and they've never won a game they get blown out every time they get crushed they right? got on ESPN against maybe the the biggest football high school in America AIG right that's the name of them? IMG IMG mm-hmm. and so. This happened, and it was on ESPN. How the hell does a company, the four-letter, not know? How many heads rolled? I don't know at ESPN. I don't know, but or are was... going to. Okay, so here's the thing: they they all have the same uniform, right? Yeah, they all. So they're obviously paying into the the, the guys who want to play are paying into. Okay, you, you got to buy your uniform. You've got to do this. You. I, it is so. I love the fact that it's ESPN getting embarrassed. Yeah, which is just awesome. But also, this coach probably deserves to go to jail. Well, okay. So I'm wondering, as Ali's explaining it, I'm wondering about the legal ramifications if there is some sort of what fraud. Well, do you have the story of the dad? Who got interviewed after the fact? His son went to this high school, quote unquote. Oh, and it cost him yeah and, so much so money. So the guy, the the coach coach quote unquote would yeah. told them all to come to this camp and uh get your hotel rooms we'll reimburse you for everything because you know your kids coming to this like exclusive thing 
And then they all showed up, and he ended up with a two hundred fifty dollars charge on his credit card the first night. Then the second night, it was two thousand five hundred. <laughs> yeah, they, because no one paid for the rest of the rooms, and his was the only credit card on file. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And they and people are he has a bunch of lawsuits yeah. against him now okay. too for from charter buses and all kinds of well, companies. But one um, one thing I read today was that uh, here's just one example. They played a defender. That's a, a 2020 kid from Florida. Class yes. of, right? Okay. Uh, he, and this kid reported over two dozen fake Division One offers. Uh. Had, all, their huddles are all fake. Like, it's all, they're all a part of it. It's so. You know what? It's funny. I, I sit here and I laugh about it. But then when you start thinking about um, somehow the damage they've done, not only to their reputations and, and things like that, but when you've got a coach that has warrants out for his arrest and he's if he's stealing money from families and stuff then it then it it kind of loses here's a i want to read you guys this this was a partial little interview with one of the kids from the team and the, the interviewer asked why did you go there what appealed to you about the school and he said at first they had like brochures and a plan they sent me books with like shit on how the school was supposed to look blueprints and everything they told us we was going to be on netflix they recruited us, telling us we were going to be on a show. They told us we're going to be the next IMG of the Midwest. They lied to me and my mama. Doesn't it sound like... But honey, I mean, you were 20 years old. Didn't you know that this wasn't a real high school? Yes. Like, I don't understand. And doesn't it sound like one of these like horrific grooming cases you hear about? Like with... Uh, who was the guy that... Pete R. Kelly? Oh, yeah. Like something yeah. like that, oh, where it's such a deep and Almost like, like detailed thing. Football, yeah. football yeah. player trafficking. And just the fact that it got this far, and it took them getting onto national television <laughs> in a real football game that was sanctioned by ESPN to, for anyone to get caught is mind-boggling. I, I cannot <laughs> believe that there was not one person in the research department of ESPN with everything Thank that goes... You. Are you well, serious? Well, I mean, we all know, but maybe just people that aren't involved in media or whatever don't know the the research and work that goes into production so how did this get past all yeah, of that even just like the color commentary you know like mike you've done color commentary on broadcast before for a high school game yes, i'm I sure have. in your research <laughs> sorry <laughs> we, we inter- to- hold on we interrupt this broadcast hello tof hello college boy <laughs> what's Aww. up baby <laughs> My son, who's right now at St. Mary's, is FaceTiming his mother, and she just walked into our uh, into his game room where we're broadcasting from, to so I could see his beautiful face. I'll FaceTime you later. Cool. Love you too, kid. Mm, um, yeah. Oh, he said. Oh, bye, bye, Ben, bye, oh, Allison. So uh, you don't the the research. It it it, it doesn't. Excuse me. It doesn't happen. Somebody was so asleep at the wheel for ESPN. They, I'm sorry, but they deserve to get fired. Everybody who, oh, yeah, okay, so Bishop, I want to call him Sycamore Gorman for some reason. <laughs> Bishop Sycamore and this IMG are going to play, and look at all these fancy brochures. Yeah, how do you not Google one of the names of the people on the team either? Thank or you. the coaching, right? The coaching. Where's the re- official roster? Look at the website. I mean, if you look at the, have you looked at the website? No. Oh, there's awesome. There's nothing there. There's uh, the, okay. you know how the three bars you can click on to go to like about us. All those categories are there, and when you click on each one, it's the same page each time. It never takes you to an actual roster. What's or, wild? It seems sorry, like this has been going on now. for years. Oh and my! Like, well, 
It's, and how many more of these are there? Like, this is the first one we've okay, heard of. Okay, now here... How this many is, more? This is where the unraveling comes now. And, you like, know, private you know, schools that are, like, these dominant oh, yeah. sports programs that are allowed to go recruit. How many of them aren't schools? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, no, you... Uh, well, IMG... Well, because that's a good is example. A, is I mean, a I think, performance academy. Right, right. And there's also a... Um, basketball academy in napa yeah. where i grew up and uh that is also very sort of i don't know right <laughs> there's right. a lot of questions Wee-wee. about that place too wow so, but this is where it unravels now now local mm-hmm. government or local authorities are going to get involved and then once the state authorities get involved and now it's going to be okay due diligence or here's the different hoops you're now going to have to jump through to show us that you actually are a which i don't have a problem with yeah but it's just you are right though it keeps going from oh i kind of feel bad for the families to oh this is really funny it's a, oh how is espn so stupid back to being funny it does it's a definite circle and the the memes, like we said, the ones that are coming out. I mean, just just do a search uh, for Bishop Sycamore on Bishop Twitter, Sycamore. and you will. If you want to laugh for about forty five minutes, <laughs> is there a, a Bishop laugh. Sycamore? <laughs> it's just oh, like an actual person. Like That's an actual a great bishop. question. I don't know. I don't know where they came up with that. He is name. the saint of invisible things. I think they took like you know Bishop Gorman is a powerhouse high school yes. in Las Vegas, so yes. it's almost like they took some of that, and then I don't know, maybe there's yeah. a sycamore tree in the yard. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, they just put two things together. Oh my god, I just. I, I, you've got to be able to find it on YouTube, right? The broadcast. I, I think so. Okay. The, I guess the one snippet I saw was the guy was like, "Yeah, we were told there was like twelve D one commits on this high school team. I haven't seen that yet because <laughs> they lost forty one to zero it to was, a. It was so awkward when you watch some of the clips of it and how, oh yeah, how you can see their brains. I mean, you can just see it all unraveling. Well, the, what was the discussion like in the truck? Oh yeah, can you imagine? Like, what? Hey, what's going? They're losing forty-one to zero. I thought this was supposed to be a good game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know when, yeah, when there were several high school games on this uh, last weekend on ESPN and on ESPNU, all the different channels, yeah. and you know, several of them were like Texas high schools and you know, right. big Speaking programs. Of the devil, I'm so excited for college football this week. Oh, thank have, you. Have you Me not too. just been thinking of? Ben. Well, hey, Ben Ratzlaff running some fool over. Absolutely. But Day after Diego tomorrow. Here, hey, like, now. We, we can see Greg Bell back on the football field completely healthy for the first time in a year. I'm, I'm fired up and just <clears throat> more. I, I mean, because I'm an Aztec, I'm fired up for Aztec football and, and being involved with you in, the, in, in the, the pregame show and stuff. But just knowing that every game is one week closer to that stadium I know opening yeah, up. Oh man. This so. year is gonna be a little rough for Aztecs fans. And I, I can see that coming. Plus the are Mountain they West. Bus students up and stuff. Yeah, they are. They, yeah. They yeah. It's like, I guess it's five bucks. Yeah, oh, I good, heard good. Brady was telling us a little bit Brady Hoke was telling us a little bit about it. They are sending buses of students and I think there's even some programs for like adult fans and alumni. Yeah. What do you think about the quarterback announcement? I I like it. Jordan Brookshire, Lucas Johnson. I thought they were at a similar skill level, um, and it sounds like Jordan earned it. It sounds yeah, like I like agree. Lucas that's didn't lose it. Jordan earned it. That was the phrase yeah, I heard. That's how I read it too. I mean, it's definitely how it, how it sounded. But really, like I I mean, not to be rude to Jordan, but I, how much does the quarterback matter in that system? We'll see. It might be different this year, but I think a lot of it's going to be Greg Bell. I think a lot of it's going to mm-hmm. be that offensive line, and the defensive line is the powerhouse of the team. Yeah, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Katie McDonald on the that great defensive linebackers. line. Yeah, yeah. no, it, it, the offense will the offense will be a little bit of a work in progress uh, progress early on, but um, you know Jeff Eklinski's got a, a great way of putting offensive coordinator for San Diego State of putting people in positions to succeed and make big plays. So other San Diego team, Los Padres. 
Let me ask you both a question real quick, and I need a one-word answer. Okay. Do they make the playoffs? No. Yes. Okay, Allie, I like it. Sorry. Ready for me to change your mind? I, I, I think I'm saying that with my heart, not my head. No, I get it. And I'm, I'm kind of there, too. Like Until they're mathematically eliminated, I'm not giving up on them. Here's where it gets a little tricky. So you know how they have 16 games still against the Dodgers and the Giants? Yeah, I know. 13 of those are on the road. I know. Yeah. I know. Ah, and their pitching sucks. So Put a nail in it. Well, <laughs> I don't know, though. I, I feel like the pitching... Uh, well, okay, let's take last night for an example. Our starting pitching is getting better, but Chris, now our Chris relievers are... good last night. Yeah, and, and Joe Musgrove did great the other night, too. But it's the D-backs. The 100%. thing is, even if you get really good pitching against the Dodgers and the Giants and the Astros and the Cardinals, all these teams they have left on the schedule, it might not be enough. So but, the cur- Sorry, what? No, but Joe Musgrove said... I guess he had a statement today or yesterday about... He was on with Darren today. Oh, was that what it was? I don't care if i got to do this. He goes, I'm pitching the best I've yeah. pitched all season long. Put yeah, me he in was, whenever. He was not coming out So when night. you got when you have a you, that bulldog mentality... Yeah. And I think we've seen it from Blake Snell, too, recently. Like, the last start against the Dodgers, that was Blake Snell's best start I, of his career. I agree. We'll guess see how, what? They lost. We'll see how he does tonight. I think he will feed off Joe, hopefully, a little bit that attitude. I think so. But I, you know who I'd almost be more worried about than, like, the Reds is, is the Cardinals. And yes. we have to play them twice. Three and Three times? Yeah. And I... On the um, road. And that, that three-game right. series comes right after being at Giants, at Dodgers. And they're creeping up on the Reds. So... I, I don't know. I think that that I think it, by the t- it's going to be rough. Look, if they do make the playoffs, it's going to be one of the most special months of any team ever in yeah. baseball history because the road they have to hoe well, is a stiff one. And when they win, we get so excited. Like when they won the other night again when Joe was pitching, and then the next night we were horrific with Ryan Weathers. I mean, it was awful. And then we won again last night. And now, you know, we'll see what happens tonight. It's just we get so high after a win now that... <laughs> I got to say this. Um, you know, Podway... Podway. Podway. Padre's Twitter can sometimes be a minefield. Holy shit, especially recently. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's What's the wrong? worst. <laughs> what is happening with Padre's <laughs> Twitter? the most, like, guttural, pure reaction Holy I've ever shit. heard out of Rally. <laughs> it's so <laughs> bad. <laughs> God, the girls posting mirror selfies with their and begging for free drinks. And now today they were all fighting over if it's North County part of really part of L.A. And, <laughs> and, and it's anything, anything north of the eight is not Wait really up. San Diego. Go back. Like the fighting. I'm just like, who, don't you people have jobs? Go like, back, go back to the girls taking selfies. What are they doing? They're taking like mirror selfies and posting them with like no clothes on and begging for free drinks at the games and oh, telling. Oh really? Does it work? Oh, you guys haven't seen any of that, I'm sure. I no, I really, I really I haven't. I will shortly not. though. But, but Costa's Venmo account is about to get real busy. <laughs> and then and then guys are like sliding into girls' DMs and and then that and then the girls are calling them out on the guys that are the guys that they don't like. That I've are being seen crude. that. I mean, oh. the, the fighting is just, it's a new level. Well, we've the real housewives of Padres. It is. It's, I mean, clearly they're bored. It's like, I wish we would start either win. Well, we need to really start winning. Maybe people get distracted. And somebody posted the other day, can we please just get back to Padres Twitter being about Padres baseball? I was oh like, hallelujah. The, um, you know, the, the Padres Twitter and Dodgers Twitter, um, for a bulk of the season, Pod's Twitter has had just the upper hand. I mean, just because Padres won all the games early in the season against right. the Dodgers. But after the sweep, oh yeah, 
the Dodger fans pounced. And somebody shot a video. First off, get rid of the stupid swag chain. I agree. It's it, it was cute, but when you're losing and you're falling out of the wild card race, let's put it to bed. I still I, like it. Okay. I don't think they should be pulling it out again though. No. Until they're back right. to their winning ways. Uh there's there's three women like on the little sky bridge overlooking Peco Park. And oh, yeah. they they're kind of dressed frumpily, whatever, but they all have the swag. They're librarians, dude. That's on the San Diego County Library. Oh, they are librarians. Yeah. Okay, so they're all oh, yeah. and they're all like going, eh. They're spinning their uh, swag chains. And the one girl who comes in and just kneels down with the dustpan and the broom and sweeps up, I hit the floor laughing. I mean, that was just... It it sucks because you're a Padre fan, but I'm thinking... When they get you, they get you. When they get you, they get you. And the Dodger fans were having a feast. And deservedly so. They swept, you know? Yeah. That's where where this season is at right now. What I can't handle is the inconsistency from this team. Making it, like Ali said, one night you're like, oh, they're back. Right. And that's kind of how I felt last night. I was like, oh, Tatis Mm -hmm. is hitting a homer. We're getting scrappy runs. Like, you saw the bunts. And then uh, what's going to happen tonight? But you had a 5 nothing lead, and you end up losing. You end up winning 7-5. Chris Paddock's bunt was pretty sweet. I'll give him that. Yeah. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. And then Trent Grisham followed it up. Mm-hmm. And like they were playing scrappy Padres baseball. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I don't know where that's been the last month, but mm-hmm. at least they had it last night for a little bit. What, what do you say about the fans there in Arizona? Are you going to see the Padres play? Why? Because there's a lot of Padre fans there. Well, no, it's just it's. There were a lot. There were a lot in in, at the Angels too. A lot of Padres fans. Sometimes so quiet. Well, there was only was there even four thousand people in the entire stadium. It's it's, you know you you think of those fans and and what they're uh, what they're going through is is D backs fans, and then we're riding the roller coaster. Oh my God! Speaking of fans. Javi Baez. Yes. Yeah. I've been waiting for this the whole time. Okay. Spe- Wait. Holy hmm. shit. I wonder. We have not talked about this ahead of time amongst ourselves. Oh. So I'm very curious if oh. we're all on the same side or if okay. we have opposing sides. Okay. Because right. I have a strong opinion. Real I'm quick. Sure explain for those who listen who don't know. Tease for what's coming up after. We have okay. a very heartfelt segment coming up next. Yes. Uh, Costa gets to talk about dropping Tove off at school. <laughs> we also get to talk about Ted Lasso, which has really been living in my heart lately. Um, but... Javi Baez, you ready? Okay, Javi Baez gets traded to the Mets at the trade deadline. The Mets at the time were really in contention. They were winning the NL East. They were in, like, for sure going to be in kind of this mix of teams in for the NL wild card, that second spot. Since then, free fall. Javi Baez joined the team. Team been free falling. Not blaming it on him. That's just what's happening. As of two days ago, right, Javi Baez uh, gets a home run, crushes it, by the way. Crosses home plate, thumbs down to all the crowd. We had something similar here two years ago when yeah. Ian Kinsler double burrs uh, and said, F you all. Dick. I remember that show yeah. the next day. Yeah. So much fun. <laughs> Anyways, Javi Baez, the press conference happens. He explains that he was, in fact, booing the fans who had been booing him. Take that for what you will. Steve Cohen, the Mets owner, oh, goes on Twitter and says, I miss it when the biggest controversy we had was our black uniforms. Oh. Well, and then Sandy Alderson yeah, huge sends statement. out the statement, oh, we love our right. fans, blah, 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 that horse shit, where it's like, yeah, you just don't want to lose any money, you dumbass. So today, Javi Baez comes up for his first plate appearance. City Field boos the living shit out of him. 
every single person in that stadium was up on their feet, raining booze on Javi Baez. Think he's going to get re-signed? I don't know if he's going to get re-signed, but all I got to say is, you know what? Good for you, Javi Baez. I absolutely have no problem with that. Same. I have no problem. Allison, I don't. I don't either. Listen, if you're a fan, you pay the money. And you're allowed to boo. You're not allowed to throw racial insults or, or, you know, wives and kids are off limits. But listen, if you're going to go there and boo and heckle and curse and swear, good. I'm glad I'm glad he did what he did. Eat shit, fans. Sorry. I, I agree. I would never, ever go into Petco Park and boo the Padres. I would never do it. I as much as I am frustrated by them or whatever, I would never go in there and boo them. I think it's completely um <laughs> bye. All right, Costa just left the studio. Like didn't just leave, but like like, like out the door. Really left. Uh, what? He was bored with my commentary. <laughs> what the hell? Boo! Did you, did you go throw boo! up? <laughs> no. My wife texted me. I had a sprinkler running outside. Yes, I and, saw it. And Meg's texted me. She goes, water running. And I'm like, oh, shit. That's why. Sorry. I Anyhow. thought it was rain for a minute. No, Explain uh, it again because no one heard that. <laughs> oh, they didn't. I'm sorry. Um, during No, my phone buzzed and my wife texted me. She's all water running. And I had a sprinkler running out there on an area of the yard that normally doesn't get a lot of water and was looking like it needed it. So I just figured, okay, Allie started her thought. I could get to the hose, turn it off, and get back. It wasn't distracting at all. You well, getting up and walking out <laughs> like, of the where's studio. Where's he going? What, does he hate us? No. So, so anyway, anyhow. I would not go into Petco Park and boo my team. I just would never do it. I think they're obviously, they're, you know, you don't want to say, well, they're doing the best they can because that sounds like Little League-ish. But I, do, I don't think anybody's out there. I don't think they all get together and think, let's suck. I, I just, Thank you. I, I don't think they do that. There might be a guy or two, you know, on some team somewhere in their head that think, screw this, I'm over it. But in general, I don't think that's what professional athletes do. And I think, it, or college athletes or any age athlete, and I think it's rude to boo your team. I do. Sorry. That's God, just me. you take 10 steps outside and you're out of breath? No. Are you okay? No, I'm just sitting here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. He was also like in flip flops and he was walking across rocks. He looked like he was going to fall. The whole, I was watching him through the window, going, "Was no you again? You you pay the money for the ticket and you're allowed to do." Okay, so you guys things. are saying opposite things here because Ali's saying don't boo. You're saying yes, boo. But no, don't, he's saying it's okay to. Boo, it's okay to boo but back. It was okay for what Javi's the, the player to was. boo back. I agree. Sure. I agree too. He, listen, where's the did, Derek Jeter mentality in you what guys? I don't understand though. He did a thumbs down. He didn't like. Scream fuck you into the stands. Exactly. I don't exactly. Which Ian Kinsler did. Everyone yes. remember yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Ian I Kinsler that. looked up at all Padre fans and right. said, F you all. Yeah, exactly. With yeah. two birds. I think a little thumbs down for booing them on the field. I don't. I think it was more the comments afterwards that made him public enemy number one in New York. Plus, the team has been just sucking. Well, they're now they're four games under 500. They're seven back in the NL East race. They're not even, you know, as far as the wild card is concerned. So, yeah. But, again, if you're going to be boo, if you're going to sit there and boo, no worries. Just be prepared for the player backlash. Where is the Derek Jeter approaching you? What is that? What's the, the Derek D- Jeter approach is when he got famously booed when he was having a bad stretch. Someone asked him about it afterwards, a New York media member, and he turned around and said, they're right. I should be playing better. I also think this, what you're saying, goes along with what I'm going to say right now, is that I think there's a difference between... <laughs> 
East Coast New York mentality oh, and West Coast yes. Padres mentality. Oh, totally. You know oh my I God. Mean? I Absolutely. Mean, it's, it's obviously a lot tougher out there, and they hold them to a different standard than we probably do. Yeah, I mean, the, the East Coast thinks that we throw a downtown parade every time we just get a win. Because yeah. all you see is that video of when... Where's the parade? <laughs> Where's the parade someone, route? Someone from Padres Twitter reposts the <laughs> every video time. every time something good mm-hmm. happens. Mm-hmm. Fernando Tatis hits one home run, yeah. and that video's <laughs> the, up on Twitter. The parade route is... is There's also the other one with the with the orange or the yeah. yellow line that shows the... Right. <laughs> Everyone, get somebody, ready! Somebody tweeted out a video, and it's like, look at, the, look at Major League's... Look Look at Major League Baseball's most exciting player make this incredible play. And it literally was like a line drive that hits off the wall and bounces to Fernando. It was just like a normal, he just, he missed the catch. That's mm-hmm. kind of the power. Mm-hmm. That's it kind is. of his power. It it's is. not anything special that he does necessarily. It's just him walking. And mm-hmm. it's, oh my God. You're, you're either a Padre. F- well, I think there's a, he's very polarizing. Mm-hmm. You either love him. Oh, some people hate Fernando. Mm Freaking hate him. Mm -hmm. We don't hate these guys. Blenders eyewear. Uh, Check this out from our friends on the backside. A drop off at college, and (laughs) you said backside. And Ted Lasso has people crying. Keep it here. As we told you at the beginning of the podcast, and we just reiterated for you, so happy that Blenders eyewear is along for the ride on the Bam Slam uh, podcast. You talk about awesome, affordable sunglasses, rad styles, plus colorways that range from thirty-eight bucks to sixty-eight dollars. They offer a wide range of products: sunglasses, RX, blue light, snow goggles, and helmets as well. They're big right now. They are even getting bigger. Locally owned, locally made here in San Diego, but internationally known. Uh, their motto is life in forward motion, and their goal is that their products push you to be the best version of yourself, like we're trying to do with this podcast, and that's why Blenders is along for the ride. Thank you, everybody, with Blenders Eyewear. Uh, they are offering a 16% discount uh, on behalf of the Bam Slam podcast for all of you that get to BlendersEyewear.com. Just use our code, BAMSLAM. And you're going to get 16% off your purchase. BlendersEyewear.com. Code word is BAMSLAM. You still around? Wow, that's impressive. What do you mean? Let's get back to the BAMSLAM. Once again, here's Ben, Ali, and Mike. That's right. Use our code BAMSLAM, 16% off um, at purchase at BlendersEyewear.com. Um, you want me to go college first or you want to go Ted Lasso? Let's go college. So last week we left here Wednesday morning. So you dropped Toph off at college? Yes. Your son, your only child. My only child. <laughs> your yeah, one living it. heir. Are you that's trying right. to make him cry? My buddy. Um, and now you're all alone in this big house. <laughs> just you and Megan, the dogs. Where's Jinjin? Jinjin was in here. Yeah, she she's our third dog. She was sleeping on him. So we left here Wednesday morning and... We went over to our friend's house because we had Meg's SUV, and they were going to put a couple things in it because uh, his best friend Asher was driving up to St. Mary's in his little Subaru and didn't have a lot of room, and we had Tove's Jeep, and we had Meg's SUV. So we go over there to their house, and we're all hanging out in the kitchen, and uh, Iman's mother is there, and she's, she's crying. And you can tell she's been thinking about him leaving, that type of thing. So... Uh, Josh, Asher's dad, said, God, you know, uh, Toph and Asher had gone to Target the night before, I think, to get some snacks and some candy. And Josh said, God, I, you know, watching them walk down the walkway to get in their cars, 
made me think it was just yesterday that they were like walking down the street together to go to each other's house to play. And I was like, I mean, I got the biggest lump in my throat and I started to tear up and Meg looks at me and she's like, don't you you do it. Don't you do it. So we drive up, we make that beautiful five drive through San Luis Obispo, Bakersfield, Merced, all that stuff. We get into St. Mary's. And um, Wednesday night, I can see it starting to come over Tove's face. Like, I'm here. The same thing everyone gets the well, night before college. Doubt. Night before you move out of your yeah. childhood home yes. into a dorms. Someone you never met before is your roommate. Right. So Thursday was move-in day, and, and Meg and I are helping Tove move in and get stuff situated. And he's just kind of checked out. I could see he's... He's he's panicking. He's got anxiety going on, and and he's you know he's got that. He's let us know by this time. I, I think I made a big mistake. I just want to go home. I, I don't know if Aww. I can do this. Which are the exact words I said the night before college. Me too. So uh, there was a goodbye barbecue that night. So we left Tof there to get his room straight. We drove back to the hotel, got ready, came back, and he he'd been throwing up because his stomach was just in knots. He was very Nick Hardwick. Yeah. Did so you tell him that story? I did tell him the Good. story. So you know, Nick threw up before every single NFL every yeah, single game. I, know. I love it. <laughs> so we get back to the barbecue, and Meg doesn't even get to the barbecue. She literally, she and Toph walked around the school, and he was breathing, and you know she was telling him, "Come on, man, you know, get out of your head, yada yada yada." So barbecue ends um, like at seven o'clock, and this is where they get to meet their advisory groups for the first time. Every kid had on their dorm room these different sets of numbers, and his group was four. So they say, okay, uh, number fours, this is Ben Fletcher. He's going to be your freshman, you know, upperclassman, RA type of thing. Go with him. And so when they say that, you're supposed to turn, hug, and... Parents, get out. Parents, get get out. So um, we were late for that. Because Meg was walking with Toph, and so we finally hurried up and got there. And uh, she said, hey, you've got to – she goes, group four is over there, we asked. And, and so he turned to me, and he goes, he goes, all right, bye, Daddy. And I was just like, hey, bud, you're going to do great, and you know, all this stuff. And thank God I had glasses on. So I hug him, and then he walks off, and then Meg walks him kind of like to his group. She hugs him, and then she kind of hides behind a bush just to make sure everything's going fine. So I start the walk back to the car. I can't see. I'm crying. I'm just bawling. We get to the car. Um, The other friends of ours who said goodbye to their son, we went out to a brewery and had a bunch of beers. And then we went and had dinner, and we went back to the hotel room. We had to go back the next day to uh, drop something off for Topher that um, Meg had, and she forgot to give him. And all Thursday night. This is a mistake. Please, you know. So we get there, say goodbye, uh, say hello again, and goodbye again Friday morning. And he seems to be doing a little better. And, you know, we're just like, you got this. And come on, it's not going to be that big of a deal. We start driving down the coast uh, Friday. We end up in San Luis Obispo Friday night, spend the night in San Luis Obispo. Texts are still kind of coming in. Saturday morning, however. Hey, I just went with the guys to have breakfast. Food is terrible, but you know we're now we're going to go to Target and we're going to go to Best Buy and and he he wanted a TV for his room, so I said, "Listen, you have us at a very vulnerable point. 
get a good TV. Okay. <laughs> he goes, I will, Daddy, I will. So, and then Saturday afternoon as we're driving back home, hey, we're doing this, we're doing that. Saturday night, we start getting, you know, videos of him, and there's a little unofficial, official illegal party in one of the dorm rooms and there's a video of them playing putt putt golf and then there was a pool party and then there was midnight brunch on saturday night and then sunday mom dad this is so freaking great because i love it blah 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 blah. you are not going to hear from him well and and, okay so earlier in the podcast he was facetiming with meg but i asked her hours ago hey have you talked to tofu today she goes he texted me and said um i'll call you later (laughs) <laughs> and he was studying in so and so's room. As much as you want to hear from him, that's still the best text to get. The best. It means they're okay. The best. Yeah, you know? And our mm-hmm. friend Iman and Josh, whose son Asher is there with them, um, they're like, we're lucky if we hear from him in a 24 hour period. My mom used to get so mad at me because oh, I, sh- I, so I didn't check in. Yeah. But I honestly like that first night. You are terrified, terrified, and because it, it's so unlike anything that has ever happened to you in your life. Oh yeah! But everybody's in that exact same spot, mm-hmm. and like down. controversy and like the scaredness breeds the most beautiful friendships. He went from his big beautiful bedroom to a cracker box to yeah. a jail cell. Oh yeah! Mm-hmm. And I think there's that. At least he only has one roommate. That's true. A lot of people end up with two, two that first I, year. Oh God, well, he's no. lucky, too, because there's two of him. His roommate, David, is from Northern California. Um, there's two of them in a, a three-room. Oh, right. nice. That's but what be, I had. I got because so it, lucky. So they have like an extra armoire in an extra closet, but because of COVID, it's strictly twos in the dorm room. So anyhow, that was a drop-off. Everything is great. We'll be back up there in a month for um, Parents Weekend. Oh, nice. Fun. So it's, it's, it's all fine, but... I tell you, Wednesday, Thursday, and a Friday was touch and go, and and all I kept telling him was, "Bud, you can't. You you will regret quitting for the rest of your life if mm-hmm. you don't give this a shot." So, mm-hmm. anyhow, I, I think too, and I know your situation Ben, was a little different because you came from somewhere else to San Diego, but I do think San Diego kids have a hard time adjusting because there aren't too many places better than where they grew up. And so when they go to these other places, they're like, what the heck is this? That's this true. I, I, I could mean, not wait to get out of Merced. Well, a friend of Topher's uh, is, went down to Baylor. And yeah. Baylor is a tremendous school. Baylor? I hardly even know it. Thank you. Sorry. But Wait, you're also in Waco. You're in Waco. Yeah. And he and five or six of their doormates all got covid so he got down there, got moved in, got COVID, and is now in, in isolation. God, good thing Tope didn't go to Tulane. Yeah, oh, no shit. Oh, all... That's one of the things. As soon as Ida hit, Meg said, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's remember. a sign. Tulane football right. team is in Alabama right now practicing. And stuff Are they I really? Mm-hmm. Crazy. All right. What's up? What's up? So that's my story. What's up with Ted Lasso that I still haven't seen yet? Well, you, wait, you, haven't you seen, need to freaking watch it. You first haven't of seen all. season one? No. I, I will give you my Apple TV password as soon as this Are is you over. caught up through season, season yeah. two? Okay. So that that's why I was freaking bawling yesterday. The I watched, last episode of that's out so far, the next yeah. one comes out Friday, was a freaking knife in the heart. When he's up in the office, did somebody somebody die? No, no. It's just that job that show does such a good job taking your emotions from super high and like fun, and it's like so inspirational to down in the shitter. Off mic, I have to. We'll have to talk about one part that I was, I thought was going to be something completely different than what it was. Um, 
But season one, I think I watched it. So they're half hour episodes. Yeah, so right. it, it was 10 half hour episodes. Season one, I think I watched it in two nights. And yeah. I'm not a binger. I'm not a TV binger. But that show, I could not stop. The one thing I love about it, really, really, really love about it, is the women and the the relationships between the women and their relationships with all the guys. I think that... You know, I'm always holding my breath thinking, oh, she's going to hate her and she's going to hate her. And, you know, because just women are so eh, against each other. The way those women love each other. Keely and, so, and the Keely owner. Keely and, yeah. and, and Rebecca. And then also like Rebecca's friend. Remember, yeah, she yeah. came in in season one. So all these people, these women that just are cheerleaders for each other and love each other and support each other and, and crack up. And are, I just think they're they've done an amazing job with that side of it. The characters are really developed oh, yeah. and I love that. And then like Sam, who's kind of a nothing character ends up becoming the super powerful Sam. actor who is so lovable. And how about Nathan? Nathan's my favorite character of the whole damn show. Nathan with his comp to see his oh, yeah. confidence grow from, Oh yeah. From episode one to where we are now. And then when he finally like, breaks out and he's like, yeah. stop the bus or was it stop the bus the, the, uh, was it the, the, oh, the yeah, play whatever was the called play stop was stop the bus oh yeah. uh, it's just cost it honestly the show was built for someone like you too because it go it's following like the main character ted lasso is this real perky happy guy who has all these little catchphrases like what was yours about the nipple can't remember it was really funny though you said it on an earlier podcast but he has all these phrases, and it's like everybody he meets, he loves and gets to know. But in both seasons now, he's dealt with this like anxiety kind has, of. Yeah, he has a little bit of a like sad side to him right. that mm. you only see once in a while. And Jason Sudeikis knocks it out of the park. The most incredible actor. Everybody in it is incredible. That girl that plays Keely, I'm obsessed with her. And yeah, she's I'm awesome. like, everybody needs a Keely she for just their got, best friend. She she's just in, got her own show on Apple TV+. Plus. She, well, she should. She's yeah. unreal. Um, and Rebecca, Shit. too. I, I mean, I can't... Lewis, watch it. I can't say it. enough about it. It's all in, like, the soccer scenes are awesome. It will make you feel so good, especially right now with Toph being gone. And I just think you and Meg should curl up right. and watch it. But then, okay. out of nowhere, it makes you feel really bad. And really Great. sad. My favorite. My favorite but, but type of show. But there's not, like, I always expect the, especially in the beginning, I was like, oh, this isn't going to turn out well. But then it always kind of does. Well, it's, oh, I don't, well. Did you watch Scrubs? I, off and on. So if you watch Scrubs, it on because it, it's the same creator, same dude who, like, is the showrunner and everything, it has the same exact thing, where Scrubs is so goofy and silly, and, like, they do all the fantasies and stuff, and then all of a sudden something so happens where it's just like, oh. Okay. But I watch it. Give love me, it. If you give me your Apple password, I will. Just I will buy check it. it out. Costa, look at the house we're in. You it's can afford Apple 4. TV. Four ninety nine a month, isn't it? It's super cheap. Four ninety nine. He needs permission he from Meg kid, first. He has a kid in college. I got now. a kid in college. <laughs> you can you can probably oh, yeah. get a seven day free trial and binge it. And okay. it. I guess your budget's gone because you let Toph buy a fancy TV. <laughs> have what, you what? got Have you gotten a new iPhone anytime recently? Because they come loaded with a oh, free. Yeah, I got my first year free. Same. I don't pay for Apple TV yeah. Plus because of that. No, yeah. I, this is Toph's old phone. I think it's a seven. You really now so. you can see the pecking order of this house. For oh, the, I know, I know. The dog, hundred percent. The dog that was chilling 100%. back here is way <laughs> higher on the pecking order than Costa. I'm yeah. such a phone snob. I can't have no, it, no. I, 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 I'm due for the upgrade. I'm due for this. I'm due for that. But Tof is going to get it all. Before thank you. you. I will say to my wife, "Hey, I think I'm going to go down and finally get my my iPhone upgrade." Oh, we we, we gave that to Tof. <laughs> Oh, okay. Then I'll just continue to use my uh, my, so did he, my flip phone. Did he go big on the TV? 
Well, thank God for space. Yeah. He couldn't. I think he got a, um, it was a 32-inch Samsung. Oh, that's puny. Good. Yeah. That's but Because he's only got his little shelf. Yeah. It's not room to, uh, but he got a ref- he got a refrigerator and a, oh, you'll love this. So this, this dickhole company that you can rent the refrigerator mm-hmm. microwave combo for. Yes. Doesn't show up. They it just the unit just never shows up. Oh. And Asher's unit showed up, but it looked like it had been storing a dead body. Uh-oh. There's juice all over it. It's supposed to come clean. It's probably Ew. yummy. Okay, whatever. So Meg finally called the the woman as we were Oh, and then David is roommate, who is kind of a hermit, mm-hmm. gamer, uh, is into like, you know, animation and anime and and but is super smart. He looks at us and he says, excuse me, because how much did you pay for the microwave refrigerator rental for the semester? And Meg said, ah, 200 something bucks. And he points to his brand new refrigerator. And he goes, 179 brand new. Yeah. And, and we kind of looked at each other and went, okay, so well. So Meg canceled and she... David made you his bitch. I swear to God. And so... Um, and then he has it too. Brings it home and th- takes it back uh, when he has an Allison, apartment. Absolute, it's an extra absolutely. fridge in his room. So he, uh, yeah. the only thing he really hasn't done, the only thing he's done that was unauthorized, he went to Best Buy and got a um, mobile <laughs> ice maker. So he sends this. You, you also have one of those. So, I love I mean, the unauthorized. You guys gave I mean, him a credit card. Like, where did he learn this from, though? You have like a professional ice maker but in your is I do, kitchen. Go to the freaking cafeteria if you need ice. But no, he's got this this little ice machine in his room oh where he's just God. you know. Where did he God, learn that it. from? I wonder. His mom. No, you bitch. Anyhow, that. all right. Uh, before we get out of here. What we like to do is give you a song every. Uh, okay, are we going to continue to do the song thing, or because every time uh, you're like, uh, "Are you ready?" Al? No, ready. but I got one now. I'm okay, ready. you go. Okay, I'm picking this song because I'm. I've gotten some texts as we've been sitting here, and I'm almost ninety nine point nine percent sure that my boy Caleb Johnson from Point Loma High School yes. and Houston Baptist University, who was an undrafted free agent was signed to the 53-man roster for the <gasps> Chicago Bears. Let's go. Nice. So, in honor of Kayla, I picked Chicago Saturday in the Park. Oh, very what good. What a great yeah. song. I love I Chicago. Yep. Um, I'll play this song for you guys after the podcast, because copyright crap. But okay. Kanye West released his new album. Oh, what is it? Dundee or Donda? Donda, the Donda. name of his mother. Some of the album is really good. A lot of the album is really, 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 really weird. Just sucks. But the opening song is called Donda Chant. And if you haven't heard it yet, go listen to it and you're going to laugh. Okay. Mine is uh, Patsy Klein's Tennessee Waltz. I don't know why I was whispering that or, or singing that to myself the last couple of days. Get up in the mic. Sorry. Uh, Patsy Klein's The Tennessee Waltz. Um, okay. Can I say something real quick? Yes, yes, yes. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to be on Nashville Radio. Are you are? I am. They asked me to come on and uh, I met this guy. Sports that, Talk Mama. Yeah, Sports Talk Radio Station. I met this guy, John Burton, at the Super Bowl. He and I are buddies and met him several years ago in Atlanta. And uh, we happen to be sitting next to each other. You know, media in the Super Bowl. You're, yeah. You're, you have an assigned seat. And he and I happen to be next to each other. And we became good friends. And he. Plug the podcast. I will, of course. And that's what I was going to say. So he messaged me the other day and said, hey, we we carry the WKU games. Uh, on our Nashville station, because it's 
obviously so close. And he said, will you come on and talk about it? Nice. So I'm going to be on tomorrow morning. Good for you. That's Thanks. huge. Yeah. So I, I love it. The, so I will plug the podcast. What time? What What time our time? 8.40 our time. I'll tweet about it. Okay, yeah. Do we, can you tweet out a link yeah. maybe to the radio station or whatever? Yeah. That's awesome. Hey, Lewis, what are you doing Saturday? Uh, You know... <laughs> Hosting the Aztec pregame show for the football team. Nice. Yeah, they just couldn't just couldn't do without me. Of course not. No, J.R. Tolver and I will be uh, manning along with Ben the uh, the booth, the studio I, for the pregame shows this I year. Love, are you guys gonna be up there? I don't think so. You're doing I don't it from think here? definitely not this weekend. There's talks of it happening in the future. Maybe, but maybe, I mean, yeah, next year. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> it's for sure. Be, next year you're going to be out. Yeah, do at a, do Stadium. a kick-ass job, so they can't be right. without you next year. Right. And Ben plays Thursday night. Can we watch? Yeah. Well, you can stream it. Thursday. We can. They're playing a like a, an FBS school, an FCS school. So it's kind of a smaller school that they're playing. So yeah, it'd be cool if we could go to a three. if we could go to a bar or something and ask them to put it on TV. I know that our local bar up by our house um, usually will do that for us. So it's on. It, you can stream it on ESPN three on okay, Thursday cool. night. Yes, five talk. Five us? Five our time. Oh, seven. Okay. Is he? Central. Is this the game? He, he's not really going to be playing. He'll, he'll play, but it's like a I don't know how much to start. Yeah, I don't know how much yeah. to starter, or, or I don't even know. I shouldn't call him a starter automatically. I think he might be. I think the receivers are. All, they have really good receivers, and so I think they'll be all kind of a rotating cast of characters. And he's funny. I have to tell the story real quick. He told me to make sure that his siblings all understand that this will not be like Houston Baptist, where he was kind of the guy. Lion share the he, targets. He's not going to have 1,200 yeah. yards and 15 touchdowns again. He said it's a little different at this now at a bigger school, <laughs> in a bigger conference. He said it's not only going to be coming to me. There's a lot of, there, there's yeah. you know, a lot of good outside receivers. So. They're texting him, dude, you suck. I know. Well, <laughs> he, his siblings are going to be like, why is it Ben being fired? They're throwing up the ball every single time. And he's just, oh, my God. And they just, start tweeting at the head coach. You're oh an asshole. Oh, God. It just makes him roll his eyes. He's just like, it's not, you know, in, in all his the, the agents that have been talking to him for the past like year and a half have all said, you just need a fraction of what you did before. It doesn't. No are agents allowed it. to be talking to him? Yes, they are. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. not signed with anybody. Right. So they're all trying to get him. So that when he's done, he'll sign with them. But I love it. anyway, so Thursday night, five o'clock our time. I'll uh, talk to my buddy John Lynch and get him drafted to the Niners. Thank, Thank you. you. Please Thank do. Thank you for doing that. Please do. Yeah. yeah, appreciate it. Once you give me the Trey Lance signed jersey, it'll be easy. Okay. They're not going to win the division. Market. They're not going to win the division. Market. Uh, family, as always, thank you so much for being along for this ride, uh, this edition of the Bam Slam podcast. And last but not least, <laughs> especially on a day like today. Especially. To you brave men and women of the United States Armed Forces who have served and who are serving, thank you for what you have done and what you do for us. Bam Slam fam, we love you. Mwah. You know, that's my parents' favorite part of everything. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. 
Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.